But now the virus that we're talking about having to do, you know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with right, the heat. Right, because right, right. of all we've done, the risk to the American people remains very low. People die from the flu. And this is very unusual. And it is a little bit different, but in some ways it's easier and in some ways it's a little bit tougher. Uh, but uh, we have it so well under control. I mean, view this the same as the flu. When somebody sneezes, yeah, I mean, no big deal. No I big try deal. and bail out as much as possible. It's going to disappear one day. It's like, like a, a miracle. miracle. It will disappear. Like a miracle. No big deal. And from yeah. our shores, we've, you know, it could get worse before it gets better. It could yeah. maybe go away. We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah. Nobody really knows. Nobody the knows. fact is, the greatest experts I've spoken to them all. Nobody really knows. We're ordering a lot of supplies. We're ordering a lot of awesome. Uh, a lot of elements that, frankly, we wouldn't be ordering unless it was something like this, but we're ordering a lot of different uh, elements of medical. Now the Democrats are politicizing yep. the coronavirus. And this is their new hoax. New hoax. If you're healthy, uh, you will probably uh, go through a process and, and you'll be fine. You take a, a solid flu vaccine, you don't think that would have an impact or much of an impact on corona? No. no. He's asking the question, when is it going to be deployable? And that is going to be at the earliest a year to a year and a half, no matter how fast you go. I think that's right. And as you said, because yeah. treatment is going to be available before yeah. the vaccine. Well, I think treatment in many ways might be more exciting. If, you know, we have thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that get better just by you know, sitting around, right. and even going to work. Some of them go to work. And they, get, they better. get better. They get better. No big deal. This is Trump of Lies podcast produced by West Coast Radio. I'm your host, DJ MTK, the Mixtape King. This is episode one, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode, we're going to kind of break down the timeline of the task force with the coronavirus and Trump. I'm going to share with you some stats of what's going on currently, some clips uh, we got to give a shout out to the homegirl Chanel Rion with OAN, man. We've got that's a whole another side story we want to we want to talking about. And then we're talking about opening up the country back up. Um, you know, yesterday's press conference today is Tuesday, April fourteenth. Uh, yesterday's press conference was entertaining. I got to say this, and for everybody that's listening to this, just so you know, fuck Donald Trump. Just so you know. Fuck Donald Trump. So for everybody on the right wing sucking his dick, because I've never seen a crack whore doesn't suck as much dick as everybody on the right. If you're listening to this, you probably just want to sh shut it off. You probably, this isn't for you. This is not going to be the podcast for you. But for everybody on the other side, this is going to be the podcast for you. And I'd love for you to leave your comments, things that we should be talking about on next. Help us find out all the lies because he is a fake leader. As much as he wants to talk about fake leaders, he, fake, fake news, he is a fake leader. Let me say that again, fake leader. And I'm going to give you a couple reasons why. Disrespect towards women. His selfish, selfishness. His, he is self-centered. He can never be wrong. He's like a little kid throwing a temper tantrum in the corner. When he's not, when he is, when someone calls him out, he throws a temper tantrum like he did yesterday on yesterday's press conference because Dr. Fauci came out and went a little bit against him a little bit against him, and now he had to go out and show you this whole fucking thing, this whole thing about why he was right. He can never be wrong. He can never be wrong. So you know, um, first of all, you know this was a, a it was a hoax. It, it, this is this wasn't worse than the flu. Remember when he said that how many people uh, died from the flu, and we not this many people are going to die from the coronavirus. He how he downplayed it. 
That's what he did, how he downplayed it, because and, and that, that's what he needs to admit. So I'm going to give you kind of a timeline here, you know, on January 29th is when he created the task force. And just so everybody knows, too, I'm going to give him credit when credit's due. Uh, task force was created January 29th. The travel ban from China was January 31st. March 11th was the ban, the travel ban from Europe. March 13th was a national emergency. He, he declared national emergency for the whole country, right? Right now, we're at 600,000 cases, and that number goes up daily by an average of 25,000 cases. Think about that. We're at now at 25,000 deaths across the country. We're not even talking about the world. We already hit 2 million across the world, okay? We're not even talking about, we're just talking about our country. So we're going to play some clips for you. Um, here's one of my favorite clips from uh, Fox News, who at first reported, too, that Dix was a hoax. Let's listen in. This is yet another attempt to impeach the president. Yeah, just another attempt. And sadly, it seems they care very little for any of the destruction they are leaving right, in their wake. Right. We must test for the virus in order to stop the spread of it. What could be a very great recession. Oh, Some now it's a recession, a depression. Uh, At worst, uh, worst case scenario, it could be the flu. I feel like right, the yeah, worst I case scenario, flu. This, the less there is to worry. Less to worry about. I was about to say the same thing. We yeah. don't have immunity to this virus. Oh, it's a now new we don't virus. have immunity. It's a pandemic strain of a virus we haven't seen before. Uh, All the talk about coronavirus being so much more deadly doesn't reflect reality. No, it does not. Without. Let them know. It does not reflect reality. I mean, she told you guys. You heard that. It would be far more deadly. We are facing an incredibly contagious and dangerous Oh, now it's contagious and deadly. Okay, flip-flopping. It's moving across the world from one hotspot to another. Oh. We're going to call out anyone and tell everyone. Them, tell us, Hannity. Tell us, tell us what the real deal is, Hannity. This was March 9th. Who's using this virus as a political weapon against the president. The standard flu mm -hmm. every single year kills tens of thousands right, of Americans. Right. We are now... Oh, this is now March 16th. Okay. Entering what will be the crucial defining 15-day period as it, as it relates to this virus, where we must slow the spread of coronavirus. It's actually the safest time to fly. Everyone I know This was March right 13th. Now, safest time to fly. March 13th. Terminals are pretty much... The terminals are empty. Jump on a dead. plane, motherfuckers. We have a responsibility to slow down this virus. March 17th. Oh, now we have a responsibility to slow it down. Think of other oh. people during this time. Oh, think about other people. Oh, I thought you said we could jump and on so a plane. so if you can keep your distance and prevent someone from getting close to you that might be sick, you could save yeah. your family, mm. oh, you could save the elderly, okay. Okay. and help our country as a nation. Right, it is right, absolutely right, 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 right. disgusting that Democrats are seeking to use this complex virus to score cheap political points. This dangerous health crisis could dovetail quickly. Right, into right, a right, right, right. Trump of Lies podcast. A shout out to our sponsor, Watkins Bail Bonds. Without them, we couldn't be doing this shit. So, you know, this, this is it's some of the things that we want to share with people. I mean, and we're talking about, the, and I got a huge argument with my own mom about this. Oh, my own mom. About we are being how he does not America. He does not unite. He divides, and that's what he's done to our country. And at a time like this is where leaders need to step up. That's what we need from people. We need real leaders, especially we have never been through something like this ever. And I was telling somebody, our generation, and I'm in my, my mid-30s, have never experienced anything like this. We have been li living life very like whatever. Woo, let's go here. Let's do that. Let's have fun. Let's go to clubs. Let's go out to eat. Now, if you think about in the past hundred years, think about the 20s. They were going through World, World 
World War One, then the Spanish flu, the depression. Hitler comes along. World War Two. You're talking about a generation that went through poverty, that went through real depression, that went through real hard times. Our generation, and even probably my parents' generation, have never in their life experienced hardship. And we're about to we're about to be tested in these next 12 months. And at these times is when you need leaders to step up and not divide us. And I may not even be talking to my mom for a while. I don't know. I'm just going to read you the text message that I wrote to her. And I just guys want you guys to think about this. First, this is what I said to her. For someone to stir that much emotion in me, and that someone would be Donald Trump, and someone that you raised should give you some insight on how he has divided this country, your own son, I'm 50% of how the country feels right now. On us, on side, one side feels the way you feel, and the other side feels the way I feel. He doesn't unite, he divides, and that's what makes me distrust him, mistrust him. That's what's really sad. Real leaders unite. Real leaders unite people, not make us fight between each other. Own families. And that's 50% of the country. And that's where we're at right now. And you guys know that. With It's it's across the nation right now. It's across the nation out there. And here on yesterday's press conference, I mean, we have gold every single day when we do this. Gold every single day. He had to come out because he threw out a hashtag saying fire uh, Dr. Fauci. And everybody's, you know, like, what's going on? You know, I mean, this guy's trying to save lives. And this guy, poor Dr. Fauci. I mean, he's just trying to, he's just trying to, you know, help save lives, right? He's just trying to help save lives. And then we get this tweet come out. And then, of course, what did President Trump say? Oh, you know, he, he backtracked again. He backtracked again. Um, the White House denied Monday that President Trump is considering firing the nation's top infectious disease specialist. Anthony Fauci, after Trump retweeted a message Sunday night that included the hashtag fire Fauci amid a flurry of Twitter activity responding to criticism of the federal response to the coronavirus outbreak. The media chatter is ridiculous. President Trump is not firing Dr. Fauci. I mean, you know, this is this is what he stirs up. So he had to come out on yesterday's press conference. He had to prove to everybody why he is right. He can never be wrong. He's like a little fucking kid. And he had this whole little, you know, one, two minutes, like all his timeline. But here's an important question that I'm going to play for everybody. And I agree with this. States is very low. I agree with per this. Per capita, we're very low. We're doing very well. But how do you close up the United States of America? So he didn't go crazy. Look, he, just, he didn't even know what the hell the ban was. But he, so he didn't go crazy. Here we go. Here's but he did say, he did call me xenophobic. Wait a minute. He called me xenophobic. He called me a racist. Because he has since apologize and he said I did the right thing. So when you say why didn't you this? Every Democrat thought I made a mistake when I did it. I saved tens of thousands, maybe hundreds well, of thousands of lives that by putting time that you bought. The argument is that you bought yourself some time and you didn't use it to prepare hospitals. You didn't use it to ramp up testing. Right you're now, so, you didn't use it to ramp up testing. Didn't use it to supply hospitals between February in March because he downplayed the virus. Downplayed the virus. The flu was worse, remember? The flu was worse. And he doesn't want to answer this question. So, you're so disgraceful. It's so disgraceful the way you say that. Let, let me just, listen, I just went over it. I just went over it. No, you did it, motherfucker. You went over what happened in January. Nobody thought we should do it. And when I did it... But what did you do with the time that you bought? Right. You what know, did you do? February. That, you that know what we did? 
What do you do? What do you do? And, the, and that's the question that he keeps running from. And here, and here's the uh, here's the other question that a reporter asked that I thought was a really good question. Donald President Donald Trump's trade advisor Peter Navarro fired off an internal flare at the White House in late January, warning in a memo that the coronavirus could become a full blown pandemic risking trillions of dollars in economic losses and the health of millions a source familiar with the memo confirmed to cnn now when trump was asked about the memo he's like well i don't think i saw that memo you know i get a lot of memos i get a lot of i can't read every fucking memo i don't know if that really happened then they reworded it and asked him a better question were you briefed about that and that's the question we need to ask ourselves when was he briefed because he does not want to answer that question as well Trump of lies. Trump of lies. When did you get briefed on this? He doesn't, he wants to downplay it. He doesn't want to admit it. And there are, there are hundreds and hundreds of these now clips of him talking about that the flu was worse than the coronavirus. He downplayed all of it. Trump advises to treat coronavirus like the flu. Coronavirus is a new hoax. I mean, these are the things that he said and that he's downplayed and that he's not admitting to us. And we're talking about over six and every single day. It's something new on these press conferences. There's so much fucking dick sucking on his side of the fence that it's fucking ridiculous. I, I don't know how these people that are sucking his dick can wake up in the morning and be like, President Trump is correct. I just don't know how. I don't get it. I don't get how they can just wake up in the morning and suck his dick like it's no we big deal. Shut it down. Listen to this. In from China. Okay, so this one came in the start of February. I mean, he he. Uh, let me read this one. Um, the coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. This is February twenty fourth. This is a tweet you sent out. We are in contact with everyone in all the relevant countries. CDC and World Health have been fine. Have been working hard and very smart. Stock market starting to look very good to me. It's all about the stock market. How? I mean, he just like yeah. It's going disgusting. Down, not, uh, we have it so well under control. I mean, we really have done a very good job. So well under control. That was February twenty fourth. So well under control. Um. Fact check. Trump compares coronavirus to the flu, but it could be 10 times deadlier, which we all know now. This strain of coronavirus appears to infect 2 to 2 to 5 point people versus 1.3 with the flu. So coronavirus seems to be about twice as contagious as the flu. And remember in the beginning, the coronavirus, he was saying that the flu was worse than the coronavirus. So don't worry. No, don't worry. You, you get the coronavirus. You'll be fine. The coronavirus could be 10 times deadlier than the flu, about 0.1 who get flu die it is estimated about one percent of those who have gotten coronavirus have died from it and we're still in the thick of things right we are still in the thick of things right now and this podcast went a little bit longer than expected because i still wanted to talk about chanel rion and for everybody watching the press conference you'll see chanel in the back and I have to give her props. Get in where you can fit in, girl. Like, get in where you can fit in, girl. Like, props to her. So, um, the here uh, the Daily Mail came out with the article, which is fucking awesome. I'm just gonna re re read a little bit about the Chanel Rion is the pro-Trump journalist for cons Conservative Nation O A Network O A N, which was removed from the White House briefings for her refusal to socially distance herself. So she, the 
the Journalists Association banned her, right? She was probably reinvited by then press secretary Stephanie Grissom and Trump again invited her to ask a question and has been back twice since. You'll notice she's that cute girl all the way in the back. She's hella cute too. She was born Chanel Dean Ryan and only changed her last name legally last year when she applied for a hard press for the White House. Like I said, get in where you can fit in. Like she's fucking, she, hey, I, I, I respect that. She described herself as a Harvard graduate, but actually enrolled at Harvard's extension school where entry requirements are much lower. She claimed to be part of Trump's 2016 campaign, but a senior Republican told Daily Mail that they had no memory of her. Rihanna appears to have visited New Hampshire with her brother and sister and was photographed in front of Chris Christie's sign. Her fiancé is a combatant, a veteran who served in Iraq. Good for him. She, had Donald, she is Donald Trump's favorite White House reporter, invited back by his press secretary when other journalists had her network removed for refusing to socially distance herself at the coronavirus briefings. And that's why you see her all the way in the back. All the But like I said, get in where you can fit in, girl. We're going to... I'm going to do more reporting on her. I love that she was able to somehow finagre her way in there. You know, uh, she she didn't. She's a prime example of never take no for an answer. Never take no for an answer. I love that fucking shit. Uh, it was her third day of this week, starting with Monday night when she boasted to Daily Mail about meeting with then press secretary Stephanie Gerson, who was moved to another job the next day. I mean, she she's on her shit. I got I got to admit, she's on her shit, and she's doing the most that she can to try to get into that White House. Who knows what will come out in the future? We'll be on top of it. Don't you guys worry. Um, la, um, last thing, opening up the country. I I truly believe that we are still in the beginning of this, and I'm gonna predict what's gonna happen. You guys, we can kind of come back and revisit this. What's gonna happen is that we're gonna open the country back up in certain parts of the country. And let's just say I'm we're 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 recording live in San Diego, right? And um, we have here about, it's about, I think, 2,000 cases. and But the, here's the problem. Here's the real problem. There's not adequate testing going on. And when we hear these press briefings and he tries to make it sound like everything is fine, everything is all good, and we still are not properly testing everybody. That number 2,000 realistically is probably 10,000. LA right now, they just hit 10,000. That number realistically is probably 50,000. San Francisco, that number is right around 5,000 right now. That number realistically could be 25,000. So realistically, the state of California is probably already at 100,000. Confirmed has been 20, it's about 20,000 right now. And there, there's the there's the initial problem, right? We don't have adequate testing, Um and that's in multiple states. We have some states that are still not locked down. We have some people out there that are still not taking it seriously. And it's going to be, and, and I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope I'm wrong. This is the Trump of Lies podcast. Fuck Donald Trump. I think we're going to end it on fuck Donald Trump. And we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow because every day, who knows what's going to happen on today's today's uh, press briefing. I don't know how much... Uh, how much dicks uh, is going to be sucked today off of his people? You feel me? Because every day it's just—I mean, every day they're just everybody's just getting on their knees that fucking believe this motherfucker. And I don't know how. I really—I really do not know how they fucking believe this motherfucker. Like to me, that to me is crazy. That that to me is just crazy. It's crazy how to think that these these this many people can truly suck this motherfucker's dick, can truly believe what he's saying. And that's that's the scary part. To me, that's the scary part is how many people truly do believe in what he's saying. And, you know, 
who who and this is the this is the this is our president right this is our president and 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 i talked about disrespecting women i mean for all the men out there or even the ladies out there would you want him to be around your daughter would you want him to be around your little sister think about that Whoa! Trump advice podcast on West Coast Radio. Oh my man! Wait, wait, you gotta look at me when you get out. Give me this. You are a. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the. Exactly. Exactly. That's your leader, ladies and gentlemen. That's your leader right there. That's 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 the guy that we're that we love.